0: In church, we've been studying the book of Jonah, and the class is really amazing. Hopefully we'll have more opportunities to talk about it, but that's not my point today. Today I want to talk about the great storm that arose while Jonah was sleeping in the boat. The sailors, who had surely been in storms before, were afraid and began calling on their gods, little G, to no avail. As a good American, I naturally thought, Why didn't they pass some legislation? Welcome to The Counting Room. Here, I'll take a moment to redirect, because I know that there are some that will think I'm being partisan with the Bible, but I actually want to say something that applies to the red team and the blue team. As a God-fearing post-millennial Christian, I want you all to take care of this planet and treat it well, so that it's ready for the followers of Jesus when we inherit it. It is our duty to be good stewards of what God put to our hand. However. I've recently heard reports that to prevent hurricanes in Florida, we should vote Democrat. I guess hurricanes are partisan now. No, the government is not God, and when it passes legislation, it only feeds its own hunger for power, and will not satisfy the storm. They can rebuke the wind, but the storm rages on. I hope that they don't truly believe that they can change the weather, although I wouldn't put it past them. Still, in the broader picture, we tend to believe that our troubles will end if we get the right guy elected. Now let's get back to the boat. The sailors were greatly afraid and called to their idols. You can almost hear their cries of, Government! Do something! And they can be glad that there was no answer. For when they wake Jonah, he tells them that he's a prophet of Yahweh, who made the ocean and sent the storm. The sailors knew that Jonah's God was the true God, and we know the rest. Jonah is thrown in the sea, and God quiets the storm. I write all this to point out a problem that both red and blue teams have given themselves over to. When hearing this, you should ask yourself, Is it I? Before pointing the finger at your neighbor. We are a theocracy, and our theology is statist. We have a red sect and a blue sect. And these warring factions both worship the same God, and that is government. We trust government to fix all our problems, and we're constantly searching for some new messiah to deliver us from our woes. For every crisis, there's a new mantra, a new requirement, and new prayers for more regulation. For crime, hunger, poverty, sickness, and now bad weather. The answer is always more government. When it doesn't work is because... You, the parishioner, don't have enough faith in your politician, red and or blue. What has our God of state done? What crisis have they averted? What ailment have they cured? This is only partially an indictment of our leaders. They are just men taking power that is freely handed to them. And much like the pagan idols, they are useless in the storm yet we cry out. This is ultimately where Christians need to stop and think if they're more conservative or liberal than they are Christian. The non-Christian would love to see us spinning our wheels in pagan idolatry, saying that a political identity is more important than our God. This is especially pronounced during election season we trust our overlords to pass some law to address the issue that we're concerned about. To be sure, we have a moral, civic duty to vote and select godly officials who will bend their knee to their maker. But it always strikes me as strange to see the ardor that we have for our politicians. They have no answers for us, and yet we feed the monster, and the monster grows, hands held out, demanding our offerings. The one who can save us from the storm and heal us from our ills is Jesus. He can not only restore a nation, but can turn it into something far greater. When Jesus was woken up to confront the storm, he said, Be quiet and settle down. And the storm obeyed. The voice that brought creation into existence commands all creation, even today. All governments on earth are appointed by him and they are in his hands to do as he pleases. If we give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and we give to God what is God's, we'll see Caesar holding tiny scraps of power as a tiny ant in God's hands. In all reality, Caesar has nothing, and God holds it all. Caesar should work out his salvation with fear and trembling, for he is truly in a precarious position. And as subjects to Caesar, we should pray for him, not unto him. I'm Joel Edgar. Thanks for joining. God bless.